Welcome to Insights at the Edge, produced by Sounds True. My name's Tammy Simon. I'm the founder of Sounds True, and I'd love to take a moment to introduce you to the Sounds True Foundation. The goal of the Sounds True Foundation is to provide access and eliminate financial barriers to transformational education and resources, such as teachings and trainings on mindfulness, emotional awareness, and self-compassion. If you'd like to learn more and join with us in our efforts, please visit SoundsTrueFoundation.org. In this episode of Insights at the Edge, my guest is Ashley Wood. Ashley is the co-founder, alongside her creative collaborator, Ben Wood, of Align Within, a platform dedicated to supporting people in using their Akashic records to understand their soul journey. And if you aren't sure what the Akashic records are, no worries. That's where our conversation begins. Ashley Wood is committed to creating a modern and accessible way for people to access their own deepest wisdom through teaching people how to activate what she calls the line, a way of accessing soul level guidance. She hosts a podcast where she shares channeled teachings called The Line, and she's the human instrument for a new book with Sounds True called The Line, a new way of living with the wisdom of your Akashic records. As you can already tell from my introduction to Ashley, get ready to meet an unusual person, someone who is true to their own wisdom, what she calls our sovereignty, someone on a mission to help others live with that kind of soul alignment. Please open your mind and heart and meet Ashley Wood. Ashley, with your new book, The Line, you're helping people find a modern, accessible way to access the wisdom of the Akashic Records. For people who are like, the what? The what records? What are we talking about? Let's start there. What are, maybe you say Akashic, 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 what are the Akashic Records? Yes, absolutely. And you know what? If you are thinking, what is that? What is she even talking about? That was my reaction when I first heard of the Akashic Records in 2018. I was like, what? It felt like lightning moving through my body, but I had no idea what that was, what 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 they are, what the words were. I say Akashic. If you say Akashic, it's like tomato, tomato. However, however you want to say it is, is how you're going to say it. Um, the Akashic Records are a complete metaphysical library of your entire soul's existence. So it's the library of your soul history. It's the energetic library of your soul history. So that might sound also like, what are you talking about? And so let's think about our soul in this moment right now. It's living within your physical body. In order to believe in the Akashic Records and hopefully enjoy the rest of this episode. If you do not already believe in reincarnation, just open your mind to it because the Akashic Records means that you have lived more lives than this one. You have this life, you've had other lives before, you'll have other lives after, your soul has been through a journey. And every single emotion you have ever experienced, whether it is conscious, subconscious, subtle, very dominant in your awareness, any emotion at all. That's a frequency. It's an energetic frequency. And every single emotion your soul has existed or every single emotion your soul has experienced in this life and every other life has been recorded in your Akashic records. So this is an energetic realm of information. And when you enter the Akashic records, you are exposed to, it's infinite. It's infinite. Because if you think of that emotion, like how many emotions you've experienced today already, that emotion is then attached to the experience around you, the people that are around that experience, like the history that's led up to it, everything else. It's just, it's infinite. It's your soul's wisdom. And that's the Akashic Records. Now, this word 
entering, that there's a way to enter the records. Can you tell me about that? And then when did you have your first entry and how did that happen and what was it like? Yes, of course. So the Akashic records exist in the Pleiades star cluster. This is how it has channeled through to me. Everything I'm saying today has come through my work within the records and what I have channeled. So if you want to think about our night sky and the Pleiades as like the library where all soul history is stored and you can see the Pleiades in the night sky from every single point on planet earth, um, depending on the season that you're in will depend if you can see it or not, but it is visible from every point on earth. So energetically, that's where they are stored. When you are entering the records, this is an energetic realm and it requires a certain frequency to, to enter. And so there are two parts to this. And of course, we'll go into both parts, but when you enter the records um, to do a record reading or to actually be within them, um, you are using a prayer to, to enter, which is a sound frequency. It's like a sound code. I like to think of the sound code as like every single word that I'm saying is like pressing a keypad access. It's like every word, every sound opens you into this frequency. And this frequency is just another level of energy. It's just a different space of energy where you receive different information, deeper, deeper information. And so the first time that I entered the Akashic Records um, was on April 1st of 2018. I had recently learned about what they are through someone that I had on my old podcast. She had said to me, Ashley, you need to work with the Akashic Records. Have you ever heard about them before? And I said, no, what is that? Like, I feel very excited right now, but what is that? And she's like, oh, they're going to change your life. So I went and started to learn about the records. And one day I just felt called. It's now time to, to access them. So I went into a meditative state. I said a prayer that is not the one that I use now, but the one that I started with. I said a prayer and immediately it was like a homecoming for me. I say this with love and grace and compassion to absolutely everyone and anyone who works with the records because we all have a different experience. My experience felt like a homecoming and it was almost like I had gone into a hot tub or something. Like it was, my body was all warm and it felt just so comfortable and there was so much, it was just bliss. And I had my eyes open and the way that I work with the records now, I work with my eyes closed, but I had my eyes open because I didn't know I had never done this in this life, but it was absolutely returning to something that I had done in previous lives. And I remember seeing animals all over the wall and I was like, whoa, what's happening? Like I've never experienced something like this. Um, and this makes sense because I work with animals in the records quite a lot, um, the energy of animals. I was only in the records for a few minutes and then I felt almost overwhelmed. Like I was like, this is so outside of anything I have experienced up until this point. I need to close them. I was searching for something to understand my energetic abilities that I had had since I was a kid and to like that I was born with and to be able to navigate experiences in a way that I felt like I can integrate this. I can manage this. I know how to open this, how to close this. It's not constantly overwhelming to me. And the Akashic Records provided me with that gift, with that tool of finally being able to understand how to work with energy in a way that was supportive for me and also to those who I would then come in contact with and also teach how to work with the records themselves. Mm -hmm. Now, a couple of questions for you, Ashley. Sometimes yeah. I wonder, you know, my left brain is here and participating as well as my right brain feeling sense. And sometimes I wonder if some of my left brain questions are just irrelevant, but I'm going to honor uh, both sides of my brain here and speak from uh, my heart, which is when I hear you describing that you need to have a certain energetic frequency 
in order to enter the records. That makes good sense to me for whatever reason. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Like you have to kind of get on the right wavelength even. That makes sense. But when you talk about them having a physical location in the Pleiades, the question occurs to me, like what, why, why does an energetic library need a physical location? Aren't they just available everywhere, anywhere? That, That part didn't quite make sense to me. And that's totally fine. And that's the thing with channeled information. Like I don't have proof because this has come through me. That being said, the energies that I have learned from and that essentially wrote this book through me and have essentially created everything through me that like I'm an open conduit. And when we say getting to a certain frequency or like, like come, like you said, on a certain wavelength, that just means how open you are. How much can you open? If you can open past layers of fear or identity of, I can do this, I can't do this, this is for me, this is not for me. As you open past those and and really open to the energy that you are, that you are a part of, that you are one with, that is how you find your, your, your way within this frequency. And so the energies that I have channeled this whole time are Pleiadian energies. They're called the pinnacle. And they have presented to me in physical form a couple of times, but that I realize has not mattered at all. That was just for, let's say my left brain of being able to be like, are you real? Are you real? Like, show me you're real. But this is, this is an, it's energetic. And so everything that I share here, I mean, you either take it or you leave it. Like you're either like, I'm down with that or I'm not, because that is how it has come through me that this is where it is. And I can say for the people in our community who also channel the pinnacle, and there are hundreds of them, if not thousands that have um, received this energy through the course that I have created on how to read the Akashic records, which is entirely sovereign, like, like, like really encouraging you to find your own way, your own tools, your own medicine. Um, but they have discovered this deep connection to, to this energetic realm that is within the Pleiades. Now the Pleiades star cluster though, as well, which I read about in the book has been followed by humans for centuries and centuries and centuries We have been drawn to the Pleiades, we say as a collective human race, for um, farming, for spiritual reasons, for for cultural reasons all around the planet. Like indigenous peoples on all continents have been connected to the Pleiades before there were things like podcasts and spiritual Instagram accounts. We've had this energetic connection to the star cluster. And there's a reason why. It's because we know it's where our soul history lives. And we know that there is a part of us there that is a part of us within us. It is this energetic connection. The same as when you look at a tree, if you've ever had this experience or you look at something in nature and you're like, that is so, so beautiful. And you know that it's mirroring back something to you as well, that that lives within you as well. It's the same as, it's the same as this. Okay. Now you, you said that uh, the book, The Line was written by the pinnacle, really. I mean, I know the byline here. I'm holding the yeah. book in my hand. It says Ashley Wood with Ben Wood. Uh, that's your husband, right? Your partner. Ex-husband. ex-husband. Oh, ex-husband. Yeah, we're okay. divorced now. Okay, with uh, ex-husband Ben Wood. Uh, and it should say uh, the pinnacle actually wrote this book, yeah? There is a part in the book where I say that everything that has come through me here has come through the pinnacle. So like I'm the human that executed right. this. Okay, but fair it enough. Was, fair enough. Okay. It's channeled. It's channeled. Right. Well, and I want to understand more about that, what that means, but specifically, the pinnacle have presented to you in physical form. And I took a moment there and I was like, "What? What was that? What what did you see? What did that look like?" Oh, sure. This sounds it, it, it without like getting into like all of a sudden we're on Gaia TV and this is like a UFO. No, but we're having an honest conversation. We're having an honest, honorable conversation. And I'm asking you my honest, honorable questions and and you're responding sincerely. And I really appreciate it. So yeah, absolutely. So I was in my apartment one day 
and which I don't live in now, but I walked into the room and looked in the corner and there were four beings standing there that were about 11 feet tall, um, like, like really, really tall. They were very, very long, long arms, long bodies, long legs, long face, um, very, very blue piercing eyes, gray in their skin color or their, their body color. <laughs> And they just stood there and looked at me. Now, this is not the first time that I have physically seen beings from other realms or, or different beings. This has happened since I was a child. So, of course, I was a little caught off guard and I just stood and looked at them. But I received exactly who they were. They speak telepathically. They don't have mouths. So it's through energy, um, which we all have the capability to do as well, is speak telepathically, communicate telepathically. But I knew immediately who they were. This experience lasted a few seconds, but of course, since time energetically is not linear, it felt like many minutes long. But I was able to connect, see, receive, and then all of a sudden it felt like I had turned my head, even though I don't really remember how that happened, but it was gone. So... Okay. I've seen them in dreams since, um, or in the Akashic records or in meditations, but that was when I saw them physically. Mm -hmm. And being the human conduit, when you're channeling the pinnacle, mm -hmm. what does that feel like? How do you know this is the voice, this is the telepathic messages I'm receiving from the pinnacle? Um, it doesn't really feel any different for me personally, like I'm just talking in a way that I'm not thinking, like I have to turn my brain off and I just express a minute can feel like half an hour, half an hour can feel like a minute. All of a sudden, every part of human me, like person, human ego me is just stepped aside and whatever flows through flows through. Now, when I do channel for other people, um, I can feel physically into their fields. So if they have a headache, I'll have a headache. If they have something going on within their body, I'll have that going on within my body. When I go into their Akashic records, it's like I'm entering their soul. And so whatever is going on there, I'm feeling in order to get a full understanding of what it is that's coming through and what it is that I'm teaching as an open conduit. But when I'm opening the records for um, the podcast that I host and I'm just sharing, um, a monthly lesson, I'm opening for thousands and thousands of people. So I don't feel the physical sensations of all these people. I just feel this energy coming through me. It just flows through me. Very often the pinnacle are rhymey. Like they rhyme a lot. They're a lot more poetic than, I am effortlessly, like it just comes through as rhymes. And that's another way that I know. But I was actually just recording my own podcast right before this. And the wisdom that comes through when I'm channeling them, it's stuff that I don't know at all. And I was recently in Panama and learned how to surf and loved it, like found it so fun, loved it so much. And I had remembered um, a year prior, I had channeled in the Akashic Records, channeled the pinnacle about surfing. And they were using surfing as an example of how to live life. Go slow, be mindful, watch what you're doing, be intentional, be clear, be present. And I was like, at that time, sometimes even I doubt, like I doubt sometimes because I'm like, I've never surfed before. I don't know if it's slow. I have no idea. So before I even aired that episode, I went and talked to some of my friends that had surfed before. And I was like, is this true? Like, am I saying something that's true? I don't know. This just came through me. But is this true? And they're like, yeah, of course, that is true. If you go too fast, you're going to fall. You're going to get hurt. So then this whole time while I was surfing, I'm like, oh, I learned this a year ago. I just had no idea and not brought it into physical practice until now. So even I sometimes doubt what comes through because it feels so effortless. It's so effortless for me. It's just like speaking right now to you, but it's speaking through an entirely different channel where my human brain, my ego is over here and I'm open to whatever is flowing through. Mm -hmm. Okay. So part of what has been flowing through you, as I said at the very beginning, is this modern accessible way that you teach really any of us could access 
the wisdom of the Akashic records without necessarily formally entering the record in the way that you do because of the frequency simpaticoness, my word, that you have, but that uh, we can access it through something you call the line. So how did you discover the line and what is it? Yes, of course. When I first started working with the records, um, like I just shared my first experience, and then honestly, I was overwhelmed. And I was like, this is so much, I can feel my entire life changing. I was not prepared for this. What is this? And I put everything away. And when I say put it away, I really mean I put my crystals away, any type of thing that I had bought at a metaphysical store. I'm like, get out of my view. Like it's too much. I put them all into drawers for two months. And then one day I just felt, I heard within me through the line, which we're going to talk about in a moment. It's time. It's time. Enter the records. It's time. And I was like, okay. So I sat down, entered the records, and there were the pinnacle. My grandma was there, who I've learned has also worked with the records before in her previous lives. And I was told, Ashley, you will be modernizing the records. You will be teaching this in a way that has not been taught before. This is your purpose. Keep going into the records. Keep learning. Keep keep going. Keep going. So from that point forward, they continue to talk about a line, a line. In every client reading, everything, the word line kept coming through, and I had no idea what this was. It took over a year of receiving the same word, but no direction to know what it was. And then one day I was in actually an Ayurvedic treatment called a Marma. Um, I was receiving it and I was laying on this table and it's this beautiful energy work of moving energy through the body. And all of a sudden I knew exactly, it came through my line. I knew what this line was. And this line is this energetic frequency that we all hold within us. And this is not new information. I mean, you can look through so many ancient spiritual texts and see this line. I believe it's called the Har line from other, I, I, I don't even know. I can't, I can't give examples because I don't actually know. But there are so many different ways that this line is presented. It is not to be confused with Kundalini, which is at the back of the body. And it's not the chakra line either. But it's this energetic frequency that is in the middle of us. It looks to me like a white frequency, like a selenite wand almost. And it goes all the way through our body. It comes from the universe above, most specifically where our Akashic records are, the Pleiades. It comes down, enters into the crown of our head, goes down the midline of our body into the earth below. And this is where we are receiving guidance every single moment of every single day, also known as your intuition. Your intuition comes from your Akashic records. So it makes sense when you realize that your highest self, who is your most important guide, everyone has a highest self, is being guided by the lessons and history of their soul in this life. Like, why did you incarnate? What are you learning in this life? What are you, what are you experiencing? What are you releasing? What are you growing within? This is all the information in your Akashic records. And this is all what's coming through your line as intuition, as messages, guiding you every single moment of every single day. So when I learned this, I remember it was so profound. I had this experience. I'm in this treatment. I like jump up off the bed after and I'm like, I have all this information now that I've needed that I need to now like go in the records and do research about. And how do I put this together? And of course, we never have to do anything. Everything comes to us in the exact time. And so I was walking out of that experience and I remember I got to my car and I looked up at the clouds and the way that the sun was shining was just in this line down the sky. And I was like, touched by God in that moment. I'm like, this is so incredible. Um, and then a couple of days later, I had been practicing Kundalini yoga just out of nowhere. All of a sudden, I'm like, I need to practice Kundalini yoga. This is so important all of a sudden. Um, and I was doing a breath of fire uh, meditation. And all of a sudden, I felt and heard, stop. You're done with this now. And my body began to move in what is the line activation, what I have written about in this book and what we teach our community on how to activate your awareness to this line that is within you. Now, this is a practice that literally hundreds of people have tried at this point, and it really works. And I, I mean, it flowed through me to give to other people. Now, how does this 
um, how is this different from entering the records with his prayer than to just receiving the information? It is our birthright to receive this guidance. We have come onto this planet to walk through life and grow and learn and heal and evolve. And so we are completely connected to this information. This information is us. Our Akashic records are us. Our soul is us. It's outside of us. It's within us. And so it's constantly moving through us. Now, we're always given the guidance of like the step by step by step by step by step. If we want a bigger picture, more information, you get a couple of messages and you're like, actually, I want like the full scope of what is this. That's when you enter the records and have like the 360 view of what's going on around that that message, what's going on around that guidance. But if entering the records is not something that inspires you, you're receiving that guidance all the time. And it's just being open, patient, trusting, receptive, and following what you have planned for yourself in this life. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, in just a few minutes, if you're open to it, I would love for you to take us through the line activation. And now, uh, in addition to introducing hundreds, uh, we have the opportunity here to introduce tens of thousands of people to this line activation. So this is a very cool moment. Before we get there, uh, I just want to make sure I understand when you talk about this energetic line in the book, The Line, you emphasize the importance of both the crown of the head and the bottom of your feet. And I wonder if you could explain that to us, why these two points yes. are important. Yes. Well, thank you so much for this opportunity to teach this to so many people and for everybody being here. Um, so the crown of your head, where your line enters, this is your universal activation point. So this is where the energy enters into the body. I spoke at the very beginning about how our emotions are what our Akashic records are recorded with. They're so subtle. This is such subtle, subtle, subtle energy that any emotion we feel is recorded. We, we are writing our own records all the time. Our messages come through as energetic frequencies that are not yet put into language for us to receive. And so sometimes we will feel things that we're like, I don't even know why I'm feeling this. Like all of a sudden I feel something and I have no idea why I'm feeling this, but I am. It's because we have not actually translated or understood this message. We're just feeling the emotion of it. This, These um, energetic frequencies, these messages, your intuition, guidance, gut feelings, cling, whatever you want to call it, it's all just language. It comes down from your universal activation point, goes through the midline of your body, and then it goes into the earth beneath our feet, our mother Gaia, our planet earth that is holding us, healing us, protecting us, guiding us all the time. This strengthens our connection to our planet because when we bring well, not we, but when these messages come into the planet Earth, they're activated into the physical realm so that we can actually receive them, so that we can understand them. And then they come back up into our body as energies that we can translate, that can be put into human language, that we can understand. And so that's why these two points are very important. The universal activation point, the Earth activation point, it is the bridge between our energetic selves and our physical selves, our soul and our human, the Pleiades, which is a physical location, and also the energetic realm of the Akasha. It is combining these energies that are both us. Like we are, we are stardust. We are made of stardust. We are energy and we're planted on this planet to grow and to grow as physical beings. And so that's why these two points are very important. Um, with the way that the energy moves through us constantly. It's always going up, down, up, down, up, down. It's like simultaneous, but also in the flow of the energy, which is mimicked in the flow of this, um, this practice, the line activation as well. All right, let's do it. I don't want to keep uh, our listeners in suspense any longer. Let's all do the line activation. Let's do it. Okay. So what we're going to do is you're going to start with your hands in a prayer-like position. Everyone knows putting the hands together in a prayer-like position. And then you're going to put your hands 
above the crown of your head, just inches away. You're not going to actually touch the crown of your head and then out in front of your body a little bit, because when you're moving your hands up and down the midline of your body, you're not actually touching your body. So up above the crown, a little bit, a little ways out. We're going to take a couple of deep breaths in through our nose and out through our mouth. If this feels comfortable for you, if you'd rather breathe in through your mouth, the entire in and out through your mouth, the whole time in through your nose, out through your nose the whole time, whatever feels comfortable for you. When you're learning this, it's the technique is somewhat important. It's always important to have somewhat of a foundation, but it's so important to follow your own energy as well and what feels good for you. So with the hands up, we're going to close our eyes and take a couple of deep breaths in through our nose, out through the mouth, just to settle into this moment. And again, out through the mouth, and one more time. Out through the mouth. Feels so good to settle into the moment. You're now going to begin to move your hands very, very slowly while breathing in through your nose, down the front, the midline, or the, the midline, the front of your body, all the way until the part where your hands begin to separate around your midsection. You can separate your hands altogether if this feels comfortable for you, but keep your um, middle fingers together, keep them touching, and then bring your hands back together. And as you exhale, bring your hands up the same path back up to the point in which you began. So it is a simple up and down movement of the hands while inhaling and exhaling. You can be inhaling if you choose for a count between four and six. However, that's just a guideline to support you in going slowly. So often we rush through things in our life. We just rush, 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 rush. And this is a practice that is designed to activate your awareness to these messages that are flowing through you, to the connection of your highest self. And so allow yourself to slow down. Your breath is your greatest teacher. And when you breathe deeply and slowly in through your nose, out through your mouth, or however is comfortable for you, you're also supporting yourself to move slower. And as you move slowly in this experience, you're activating that energy to connect back into yourself. So this is something that you will um, repeat the sequence four times, um, up, down, up, down, four times. But once again, this is just a foundation. So it's not something that you need to really stress about or worry about. Sometimes I will do it four times. Sometimes I'll do it three. Sometimes I'll do it five. Sometimes I'll do it six because I'll just lose myself within the experience. The reason that the pinnacle have taught four is because we have four cycles in the natural world, four cycles of seasons. And yes, there are some areas of the world where there are only two seasons, where there's just summer and winter or rainy season, dry season. But when you divide our calendar, it's divided up also into four quarters. And so to experience a full transformation, we go through four stages. And so that's why they have shared to do four sequences of this practice. You can take questions into this practice before you begin moving your arms up and down. Um, when I first learned this, I would ask, what do I need to know today? After you have completed the sequences of movement, you will sit in what we call activation, which is also sitting in meditation. It's sitting in stillness. Sometimes you'll receive your messages, your guidance, your feelings, your emotions, your experience, whatever, whatever happens while you're doing the line activation. And sometimes this will happen while you're sitting in activation afterwards. Sometimes this will happen later in the day because you have opened your energy and opened yourself to have your awareness connected to yourself and all that is around you. 
I recommend um, using this practice, having this as part of your daily practice every day, if that feels good for you. Again, it's important to have a foundation, which is our masculine energy, our structure, and then to have that flow and that movement within it to allow ourselves to feel that flow. And so that's how we keep the balance in our energy. So a daily practice is a beautiful foundation, a beautiful starting point to connect into these messages, connect into this guidance that you are receiving. Um, and then in this book, um, in the line, there are many different journal prompts, different questions that can support you in deepening this practice. I recommend journaling after Um during, if you desire, just writing things down so that you can keep track of what's coming through for you, because that is how you build your trust on yourself and your own guidance. It seems like one of the uh, common questions that would come up is, I've done the line activation, I'm asking, you know, what's needed now, or please give me guidance now, or whatever uh, feels right. And then you think, well, whatever I hear, those are just discursive thoughts. It's not wisdom from the Akashic records. How do I distinguish that? That's a great question. And that probably is the most common one we get. And the thing is, is we have been designed to believe that this wisdom that we receive is like sparkly and so exciting. And it's just this like moment of all of a sudden, everything in my life has come together because I've connected we are brilliant beings. Our brains need to translate our messages. And so we do not want to discount our thoughts. We don't want to push them away. When I channel, it's in the same voice as my thoughts, or as my thoughts, as myself, it's my inner voice. These messages are always going to be supportive, loving, and neutral. If what you're receiving is not within that energy of supporting, loving, and neutral, you know it's your human ego. Your human ego is trying to keep you safe. It's trying to keep you out of an opportunity that is going to grow you. It's trying to pull you back from something. It's trying to keep you in like a fixed mindset of this is not for me. But if what you're receiving is loving, gentle, affirming, neutral even, or maybe it's exciting, but also pushes you out of your comfort zone a little bit. That's your guidance. That's your guidance. Your soul wants to grow. Your soul is going to push you out of your comfort zone. This is a very um, fine line of learning your own emotions of what is fear and what is ego and what is soul growth. And this only comes from developing your own awareness of your feelings, your emotions, how your energy works. And this happens over time as you as you complete this work and as you move through this over time, you do become more refined in, in spotting these patterns. And then you notice when my ego has come in, okay, I'm aware of this. I can now observe this. And as I'm observing my ego and observing what is my guidance, what is my ego, you can come back into that aligned state a lot more easily with a lot more um, flow than that internal battle that might happen at the beginning. But that's just, you can love yourself for that as well. This is a moment of growth. It's a moment like we wouldn't go to a foreign country and expect ourselves to know the language right away. Expect ourselves on day one to be like, I'm fluent in this language. However, over time with practice work, gentleness on ourselves, but also commitment, we will learn that language. And so if this is your first time really having the language of your soul and communicating with that and really feeling comfortable with that, it will take time and practice and dedication to understanding that. But in time, you will get it just like you can learn anything. Now, Ashley, let's say someone has the experience of the line activation, really powerful. I get that I'm tuning into uh, intuition that's important that I need to to really take heed. But it's connected to the Akashic records? Really? Isn't it just intuition? Why link it up necessarily? Or is that just a an opening that uh, may evolve in time with more and more practice as people do it? Well, honestly, I don't have any attachment to that at all. That's what I have learned. That's what has come through me. That's what I have taught. And if people want to believe that they can, if they don't, 
the same love and blessings to them. Like whatever feels aligned for you, beautiful. Like that is your practice. That is supportive for you. This is how it has been shown to me that our intuition is our soul history. To me, it makes perfect sense that we are born into this physical life with our lessons, with our traumas, with our gifts, with our soul path of growth, and that it is our history, ourselves guiding ourselves. Like it is us guiding us. We are one with everything. And so this is how it's been shown to me. This is how I teach it. But if that's too much for you and that's overwhelming and you're like, you know what? I'm good with the line. I'm connecting into this. I feel good with this. Anything beyond is too much. Well, then this is the book for you. That's why I wrote this book. And so there's a modern way, an easy way, an accessible way to understand your own guidance. And I just, I wish for everybody to feel that empowerment and to feel that sovereignty in their own life, because the more we trust and love ourselves, the more we can trust and love other people. It's, it's that simple. I hope my questions aren't annoying you. They're Ashley. not at all. They're not. They're okay, not at all. So you and I are good, right? We're good. We're so good. Yeah. Okay. Just, just checking. Now, oh, now no, let me ask so you. Good. Let me ask you a question because, of course, there's so many good kind of puns. You know, uh, your platform's called a line within. You know, which is the, all of the puns related to alignment. What is alignment to you? And and I'll I'll read this quote from the book. You write, alignment sure. isn't a permanent state of being, and it doesn't look the same for everyone. Alignment is a feeling available to you in each moment. And I thought, huh. What does alignment feel like to Ashley? Peace. It feels like peace. It feels like in this moment, everything is okay. In this moment, I trust exactly as I'm moving forward. In this moment, I feel that I'm on the path of least resistance. In this moment, I feel effortless flow. That's alignment for me. I can feel when I'm out of alignment, I'll feel it in my chest right here. It'll feel tight, like, ooh, I don't want to do that. Not in a way of this makes me nervous, I have stage fright, but in a way of I really, really don't think that's what I should be doing. But for some reason, I said yes, so now I have to do it. Or I'll feel it maybe in my body somewhere, my my belly. Like sometimes we feel it in our in our gut, literally, like my gut's telling me I don't want to do this, but here I'm doing this. But alignment is not a fixed state as, as I wrote in this book, and it's not perfect. It's a practice. We're not going to be perfect. We find ourselves out of alignment all the time, but with this practice, as I shared, we can begin to recognize it. So our, our experiences of being out of alignment with our soul path, with our highest self become fewer and farther between. And we begin to notice, wait a second, this doesn't feel right. I need to take a moment to just step back and observe so I can come back to my aligned place. When you feel out of alignment, do you do the line activation practice or is there something else you do that's even more of a shortcut now that you've uh, done this work so much? I used to do the line activation. Now it's almost like I do the line activation, but without moving my arms. And this is important to say as well, because we have people in our community who have said, I've had a shoulder injury, or I just met someone on our retreat who her arms were um, the opposite way. Like her, her, her hands, when she goes in prayer position, it's the, the backs of her hands that come together. And she's like, I want to show you how I do my line activation. I want to show you what this looks like. And we've had so many different people who have said, like, I can't do it exactly the way you have taught it. It's intention that matters. And so sometimes now, if I'm out of alignment, I'll just take a moment to close my eyes to connect back in with that intention of connecting to myself with my line, with my messages. Um, I'll also go outside the earth activation point. I'll lie on the ground. I imagine that any emotions that I feel that are not feeling good, I envision them to melt off my body and to plant into the earth. I ask the earth to make flowers from them and to grow me into an alliance, like in, back into myself, like take everything that does not feel good and bring me some energy, charge me, and it always works. Um, 
I also go into the records. We have a team of Akashic record readers at Align Within that are so talented. It's just unbelievable. Um, They're trained by me and I love that they are here because then I will book a reading with one of them. I'm perfectly capable of going in my own records, but it's also so nice to receive and to support others. So I'll have a reading with one of them and um, just receive that guidance and how to come back to myself. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned earlier in our conversation that this energetic line is actually mm-hmm. always working, whether we're aware of it or not. So yes. it's always happening. That's how we get our intuitive hits to whatever degree we get them. It's always happening for everyone. Yes. What then is the purpose of the activation? Is it to like have your conscious mind align with something that's always going on anyway? Yeah, like we see, you can use the expression people who are living with their eyes open and people who are living with their eyes closed. And I mean, I'll use myself as an example. I lived with my eyes closed to myself for years. I numbed myself, my gifts in every which way I could. I was as normal as possible. Um, I did everything I could to not feel in this way, to not feel my energetic gifts, to not feel what's moving through me. And this is very common. We are taught to distract ourselves. We're taught to numb ourselves from physical pain, take medicine for everything, to emotional pain. Here are so many different ways to distract yourself, even as like, I'm a mother to a small child, but even as as babies, like I would sometimes just let her, even now I let her cry and let her express like, what is it that you're feeling rather than here's a way to distract how you're feeling. So we live in a society that teaches us how to numb and how to distract. The line activation activates your awareness back to yourself. So although this is happening all the time, we're getting these messages all the time. As I spoke at the beginning, we need to be open. We need to be able to open to what's coming through. We need to be able to open to ourselves, open to our emotions, open to our our state. I remember I worked this job one time Um, that I actually wrote about in the book, but I was leading everybody through a meditation and the uh, woman who was like the the head there, she stopped halfway through and she looked at me and she goes, I'm not doing this and got up and walked out of the room. And then I went and asked her after I said, like, what happened? Did I do something? At the time I was so insecure. I'm like, did I do something wrong? Like it had nothing to do with me, but she's like, I have not sat with myself and my emotions for that long which was only like three minutes ever. And I am not prepared to go there. And she was so upset. And so when we actually open to ourselves and sit with ourselves and activate our awareness back to this guidance, yes, we are opening the door to all kinds of stuff that maybe we've been ignoring for a long time, but we're also opening the door to more love and more acceptance and more awareness and more peace and more bliss. And that's what this does. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, speaking of opening ourselves to more love, there was a section of the book, The Line, that uh, I thought was particularly interesting, got my attention. The quote is, according to the pinnacle, the group that you channel, the energy that you channel, the most important thing we can learn because when you know if i read a sentence like that i have to underline it the most important thing we can learn in this physical life is how to show ourselves unconditional love and i wanted to know how that um, has played out for you because it's a really big idea this showing ourselves unconditional love yes absolutely well just yesterday i tattooed grace the word grace on my ribs <laughs> on the left side of my body. I have gone through such a journey and this is a whole, this will be my second book, but I've gone through such a journey since writing this book with who I started writing the book with was my husband. And by the point it was finished, he's my ex-husband. Writing a book with anybody. Well, no, I'm just joking with you. (laughs) It's quite the journey. Um, But I have gone through such an experience and a transformation of myself. I just recently read this book um, to create the audio book. And while I was reading it, I was like, that was a past life. Like I have grown so much as a person. I am a much different person. Um, 
And it has been because of the unconditional love I have shown myself, the grace I have shown myself through enormous work, inner work of coming home to myself in a way that I didn't even know was possible, um, peeling back layers that I didn't even know was were possible, allowing myself to fully and authentically be myself in a way that I didn't know was possible. And this is all through unconditional love of myself, loving myself for who I was, loving myself for all the times I did not allow myself to be myself, loving myself through the journey of all of it, and loving myself for who I am now, and also the path ahead, knowing that I will never be perfect, just like alignment, it's a practice. But when we can unconditionally love ourselves, as I've said a few times, we can love other people, because we're triggered by what we see in other people. It's a lesson reflecting back to ourselves. And so in those moments that we feel trigger, annoyance, anger, anything, anything, if we just feel slightly off, instead of projecting that emotion back onto another person, if we can bring that back and love ourselves in that moment to be like, where's that coming from? What is that emotion? What is that bringing up within me? How can I go deeper within that? What is it that I'm learning here? How can I give gratitude to this person for showing this to me? All of a sudden, the whole energy has gone to love. Yes, maybe challenging still, but all of a sudden, everything has gone to love because you're now looking at this person as a teacher that has reflected back something to you that you can now love yourself on healing. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. Now, Ashley, in the line, you write about some of the insights, discoveries that you had about this particular time that we're in. Mm -hmm. last couple of years, this time of the pandemic, that you learned from your entries into the Akashic Records that you were taught while you were inside the Akashic Records. And I'd love to hear you talk about that, because I think a lot of us are like, what is going on right now yeah, during this time? What is happening? So many of our lives are changing. It may or may not be a marriage changing, but it may be geography changing or job changes. or yes. just like so much... Uh, change and so much uncertainty. What have the Akashic Records taught you about this particular time? Of course. Well, you I have to mention, you asked this question at 3.33, my local time. So like it's a beautiful number. Um, I began to learn about this in December 2019, but I had no idea what was happening. And then when the pandemic began, of course, just like everybody, March 2020, it's like terrifying. Like what is happening? I don't understand what's happening. My self, human self, and also energetic self went into immediate service. I was like, how can I help? How can I support? What can I do? And so I was going on Instagram and channeling the Akashic Records live all the time. And I was learning that this is a new frequency. We have received a new frequency on our planet. A lot of this, and I talk about this in the book, um, but this began with the age of Aquarius, but I believe that this real frequency came um, when Aquarius and Jupiter aligned in the sky and everyone was looking at the sky. Um, we received a new frequency and this frequency has upgraded our abilities to know ourselves, to come home to ourselves, to align with ourselves. And this frequency has been received in many different ways, many, many, many different ways. However, as you said, the underlining theme is that we are all changing. We are changing in an evolutionary way, a revolutionary way. It's beautiful. People are making dramatic changes in their lives. We're changing how we work we're changing how we show up in the world. We're learning how to do things in a more productive way that is going to support the health of our planet because our planet has reflected back to us that we are not well. Our planet, Mother Earth, knows exactly how to live in beautiful balance and harmony. Like nature, nature is, is divinely sophisticated and knows how to live in harmony. But when we have a environmental crisis, that's reflecting back to us. We live in a mirror. Everything is a mirror. It's reflecting back to us that we have some changes to make and we can absolutely do this. 
we are all being called to make these changes. And so many people are being called to step into service in a different way. And when I say service, I don't mean we're all going and serving at soup kitchens, which if you're doing that, beautiful. But I mean service in what are your gifts in this world? How do you shine? How do you shine brightly? How do you give to others in terms of your talents, your love, your soul expression? We are being called back to these ways of creation that are naturally embedded with us and these changes that we're making. I mean, yeah, you look at the pandemic of what happened, but then also what did people do at home? A lot of people got a lot more creative and they started to make different projects and they started to share in different ways. People came together in new ways. Have you ever seen the global community work together in such a way? Like it's, it was just so beautiful. And so we're coming home to ourselves we're shining as, well, this frequency is designing us to come home to ourselves. We have free will. We have the, an opportunity to do this or to not do this. But this energy is pushing us into ourselves, our self-sovereignty, our soul sovereignty, and also how can we show more love on this planet to ourselves and to others? How can we share our gifts in a way that are going to support other people? How can we align with our feminine flow energy a lot more because we've been in an imbalance of patriarchal energy for quite some time? How can we be in that place of creative flow? How can we give love? That's really what it comes down to. But yes, I go, I go into that a lot more in the book, but that is how I see this is we are learning how to listen to ourselves and how to shine authentically as ourselves. Mm -hmm. And here, as we come towards the end of our conversation, Ashley, I'm wondering if I can uh, push you once again a little bit here, which is, would you be willing to enter the records right now for all of us who are listening and share a message that might be helpful in this time right here? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Now, I channel with my eyes closed. So I have no idea how long this is going to last, but I will intentionally keep this shorter at a couple of minutes. Um, if you are driving right now, this is not safe for you, but if you are not driving, I invite you to take a moment to just close your eyes and receive this frequency because it is a beautiful frequency that comes through the records that can feel like home, like it can feel very healing. Um, and this is also timeless information. So Tammy and I are sitting down and recording this on a certain day. That is not the time you are hearing this live. And maybe you will hear this actually much later after it is released. And so since this information is timeless, it will touch your life in whatever way you need in the moment when you hear it. So I'm going to start by leading us through a quick guided meditation, very quick, just like a minute or so, just to ground our energy because I've been talking as Ashley for so long. And then I will share, or I will say the opening prayer. I will open the records of everyone listening. So I'll just say the audience of this podcast so that your energy is included in whatever is coming through. I will channel what is going to come through and then I will close the records so that energetically we are disconnected and we can go on our merry ways. Boundaries are very important. So I'm going to close my eyes. And if it is safe for you to do so, I invite you to do the same. Take a couple of deep breaths in and out again, because that feels so nice to settle into this moment and to ground. As you're breathing, imagine that space in between your eyebrows getting softer, your jaw getting softer, your shoulders sinking down and your tailbone getting heavier, and your feet melting into the floor or the surface beneath you. Imagine that there are two cords that are attached to the soles of your feet and they run down through the ground, the layers of the earth, all the way down to the center of the planet. And at the center of the planet, there's a ball of energy and that energy is life force energy. And it unifies all of us on the planet with love. 
Feel that energy as it travels up through those cords and enters into your body at the soles of your feet. It continues to rise up your legs, over your kneecaps, up your thighs and into your hips, into your belly and through your ribs, just grounding you in this moment and connecting you to Mother Earth. As that energy continues to move through your body, turn your attention to the crown of your head and imagine that you're receiving a cosmic energy from the universe above that is pouring down over you like water, illuminating you fully and also protecting you in a beautiful light, glittering frequency. Feel it as it pours down your face your neck your shoulders your front body and your back your arms and your hands fully illuminating you And as it continues to move through your body, it meets with that grounding earth energy. Your vibration raises. Your heart is open as we prepare to enter the Akashic Records. We gather together in light. We gather together in love. We gather together in knowing the messages from above. Through the Akashic Records, we understand our greatness. Through the Akashic Records, we understand our wisdom. Through the Akashic Records, we understand what's there. This prayer will help deliver us there. I wish to know the audience of this podcast in the light of the Akashic Records. Help me to see the audience of this podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. Bring me to feel the audience of this podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. I wish to know the audience of this podcast in the light of the Akashic Records. Help me to see the audience of this podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. Bring me to feel the audience of this podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. And now the Akashic Records are open. Wait, 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 wait here. Wait, wait, wait here. Stop, stop, stop. It is now time to stop and to just stop and pay attention and to just stop and go slow. And this does not mean to stop and go slow to everything that is around you. It is within the energy within you. How many times in one day do you feel, do you feel that it is time to take a little pause? It is time to take a break, simply just to take a breath, maybe place your hands on your chest, maybe close your eyes, maybe just look past this disguise that you have placed over yourself. How many times has this happened in one day? And are you giving yourself the permission to just melt it away? Inhale and exhale. Suddenly you're back. Suddenly you're back to this space that has been your home the whole time. It feels as though there are people here who have been fighting this, fighting this urge. It almost feels, I can feel the, 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 the tears behind, the tears behind in recognition. Yes, this is me. Yes, this is me. I have fought and fought and fought. I do not feel free. But in this moment, it is time to come back. In this moment, it is time to come back, come back to yourself and know that in this place, everything is okay. And when you are in this place where everything is okay, you know that everything around you can move and can sway. It can move and can sway from side to side. It does not matter. You do not have to hide because all of a sudden you feel, I am home. I am home. And within this home, there is a rock foundation. And it does not matter what happens around because here you are safe and sound. Perhaps in the morning when you're making coffee, you feel... It is time to drop in just for a second. It is time to connect. It is time to come back. And so give yourself the permission and space to do so. Those around you will love you, you see. You do not have to make a big production, you see. Just close your eyes and take a breath and come back to this place that you've always known. This place of home. This place of home. This place of connection. This place of home. So many want to know what is to come, what is to come, what is to come of already everything that has been done, what is to come. But don't you see, this is all a distraction. Come back to this present moment and check in with yourself. How do you feel? 
How do you feel? How do you feel? For the world around you reflects what, how you feel in this moment. This is where you begin. Like a little seed planted in the garden, pat it down, place the dirt over top, take care of it, take care of it, take care of it, nurture it, water it, take care of it, watch it grow. This is the way you must give yourself love. This is the care you must show to yourself. So have you done this? If not, it's okay. The sun is going to rise on a brand new day. And when it rises, you see, you can begin again. You can begin again. This is how beautiful this experience is. Begin again. It does not matter what has happened. All that matters is what is now. And in this moment, you are given love. You are given love just the way that the sun is shining down on you in this moment. You are given love, support, recognition, and knowing. Come back to this place. This love is showing. It is showing you the way. I give gratitude to myself for entering the records. I give gratitude to the pinnacle for lighting the way. I give gratitude to the space for the comfort and love. And I give gratitude to the highest selves of all souls who have led us here, especially Tammy, who invited these records to be open. I give gratitude to us all for being here. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. Now, before I open my eyes, I still see everything that I had seen when I was in the records. And what I saw was this beautiful sunrise and the sun was coming up over the earth. But instead of just the color of the, the sunlight in the sky, it was the color of like a rainbow. It was a sun with these, with these rays of rainbow. And these rays of rainbow were reflecting all of the energies and love within us, all the emotions with us, all of our, our different chakra centers, but also all of us like a collective human race, just standing together in one place of this beautiful experience and coming home to ourselves, shining love onto ourselves, shining light onto ourselves. And just as the sun rises every single day, we have the ability to come back to this place. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you, Ashley. And uh, thanks for being so uh, generous with my uh, skeptical, inquisitive questions and uh, for bringing uh, your love and intelligence through here on Insights at the Edge. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It is my honor and my true blessing. Thank you for this opportunity. Ashley Wood is the author of the new book with Sounds True. It's called The Line, A New Way of Living with the Wisdom of Your Akashic Records. Sounds true. Waking up the world. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for listening to Insights at the Edge. You can read a full transcript of today's interview at resources.soundstrue.com backslash podcast. That's resources.soundstrue.com soundstrue.com slash podcast. If you're interested, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app. And if you feel inspired, head to iTunes and leave Insights at the Edge a review. I absolutely love getting your feedback and being connected. Sounds true. Waking up the world. <laughs>